Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja. And in today's podcast, uh, I have Jason back from the Thoughts and Confessional and the Multiverse podcast. Once again, talking about um, our different cartoons and different comic books. And in today's theme, we are listing our top 10 cartoons that we will bestow on our offspring whenever we get one. Uh, and this is what basically what we would like them to uh, gather and uh, take the lore in. And we're going to be explaining uh, why we want them to enjoy certain cartoons or animated that we really love back in our childhood, even our adulthood right now. Like we're really still watching the, the DC Universe animation. Uh, we're still into anime and, uh, and everything. Uh, but today we're solely fo- focusing on top 10 cartoons that we like to pass down to our kids. And when we say kids, let's put a cap on like 10 years and under. Obviously, if we need to expose them to Baby Shark, for example, that's not on us. That's more like the fact that we need to entertain them or something like for granted for education purpose, I will expose my kid to Sesame street, for example, or any um, kids program that it will is at the particular year uh, will resound for my kids education. However, uh, once they come into the age of, having that type of thought process where they're really into a certain cartoon and everything. That's what I'm going to try to grab on. Let it be a girl or a boy. Like hopefully they like one of my, something in my top 10 uh, so that I can be able to identify with them and uh, secretly go to Toys R Us and grab some figures and action figures or toys, whatever it is. So hope you enjoy. And we have Jason back with me again to talk about the top 10 cartoons that if we had a child and we have to lock him, him them in, so it could be girl or boy, uh, in our quarantine state, what would we be feeding them to watch? So I'll we'll do one episode at a time, uh, one cartoon at a time. My first pick is DuckTales. Classic and nice the new one too. I, I really like the new one too where they actually managed to take a lot of the Disney cartoon universe and decide to mash it into the DuckTales universe. Yeah, no, that, that's good. Like I, 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 I started watching the, um, the I guess, the, the re, remake, re, re, reimagining of it. Mm-hmm. And I, was, yeah. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Like I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it in the level that that I am. I haven't finished the first season, to okay. be honest. But I, uh, I was actually enjoying it. I thought like everything was well done. The animation, um, you know, even the characters, them being a little bit more edgy, obviously, you know, um, mm-hmm. all that was su- super cool. I definitely agree with that one. I also like the fact that for the revamp version what they did was a similar formula of what's happening with a lot of the cartoons these days is that they're having a very large arc so basically like sure there's like an episode a a an episodic like episode like okay today's episode is about scrooge or uh next episode is about webby or whatever it is right but the thing is 
um now they actually have a very long arc per season which i really like the fact that you know the last 10 minutes or there's a theme going on and 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 surely but surely like it's going for the finale that's going to be a two-parter and it's going to some it's going to be something big that you're going to be feeling satisfied and everything um how far in did you get into the revamp ducktales man i don't know like i can't really it's it's been Okay. How many episodes? I, I don't have the episode numbers, but I know their mother came back into play. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. I don't remember how long, how far into the season that is. If that actually rings, like, does that, do you recall? Like, I do. Are they still hunting her? Or do we, or do, did, no. are you at the point where they find her? They find her. They found her. They found her. Okay, that's, that's season two. Oh, then, okay. <laughs> Shoot. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so... For those who are not uh, up to date, season one is basically they're hunting to find the truth about the mother. So, like, okay, so the, the first episode is how Uncle Donald dropped the kids off to Uncle Scrooge. And Uncle Scrooge is this miser who is super rich. He's He runs DuckTales. He has the money bin and everything from the classic, classic DuckTales and everything. But... There are a few differences. So basically, the boys, the the triplets, have very distinct personalities. One's a money grub grubber. The other one's a woodchucker. The other one is a very conniving uh, strategist. Uh, obviously, Donald still talks like Donald. So basically, he has that little quack 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 accent and everything. But now we get into more dynamics of Uncle Scrooge being a adventurous he's like the old school indiana jones so basically he has a it's a crossbreed between indiana jones and the guy from national treasures so he's able to sleuth out all these details and he's been to so many adventures including um uh not atlantis uh, but uh, uh olympia and everything he met zeus before and zeus actually has a tick with him and everything and apparently like Launchpad is is a no Donald is friends with Hercules and all that stuff and Launchpad is there too. Uh, he, he he crashes plane and everything. But now, uh, Webby and uh, Mrs. Beakley are Mrs. Beakley is quote unquote the help or the assistant of of uh, Scrooge McDuck. But in, in the background, they were spies, yep. partners and stuff yeah, like that. And cool. And and that reminds me of the time when uh, there's there was the the WB's re, uh, reinvention of Batman, and it was called the Batman. And what happened is, oh yeah, I uh, Alfred, yeah yeah yeah. So Alfred was MI six, and he was not only the help. He like he had like all the spies and the training and and everything in the background. So now we find out that Mrs. Beakley and Webigail are super insane talented. Like in terms of spies, spycraft, and and everything, and like, like there was this particular episode where Webby went on an adventure with the boys and everything, and she didn't want to alarm her 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 grandmother, like um, Mrs. Beakley. So basically, she kept on telling a lie and everything, and and uh, one of the the triplets was telling her like, "Hey, you shouldn't pull off the lie and everything." And, but the thing is, eventually, when they re- reached up on shore, 
she openly said to her, "Is like, I'd rather you tell me that you're with Uncle Scrooge, which is the safest person of anybody, yep. than to lie to me. And then that's like when I just like, I thought the, the cartoon is so awesome. And uh, the new kink involved is the fact that Donald actually has a sister. And that's why it's Uncle Donald and Uncle Scrooge. Yep. So who's actually the parent? Well, that the, the triplets actually have a mother. So that, that creates a lot of awesome dynamics and everything. And there's other stuff. There's the fact that a lot of the voice acting are actually done by celebrities. So the mother is done by uh, Paige Brewster. Uh, she, she plays a predominant role in criminal minds. She's, she's actually one of the chief officer. Like she grew up to, to be one of the chief officers uh, in criminal minds, but also Scrooge McDonough is voiced by David, uh, David Tennant, yep. which is one of the doctor who's David Tennant. Um, purple man from Marvel's uh, Netflix. Uh, Jess, uh, Jess, um, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. So we got like nowadays. I feel like a lot of the the cartoons are really hiring high level of of talent, and that was already apparent when you know uh, DC decided to do their Justice League you know arc and everything, and they decided to embark a lot of talented voice actor actors and actresses like that. You wouldn't think that it would click in your mind, but I mean, uh, even. Nathan Fillion yep. does the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Um, the guy that does Batman uh, is actually... Kevin Conroy? He... No, no, no. Oh, he doesn't guy. do Kevin Conroy in the, no, in the, in the Justice League War arc. He, uh, there's a, there, it's another guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I know, I know. Um... He was in uh, Marvel's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. in one of the seasons. He's He's been in, on TV at a, at a few spots, too. Uh, there's him. There's uh, there's a few other. Uh, Superman is actually uh, what uh, my secret identity guy, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's actually married to uh, not Stamos anymore? Um, shit, she was in the state. Uh, I'm gonna shoot Rome. myself. Talking about Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Yes, yes. She actually does Lois Lane. Right. She just she actually does Lois Lane. So that was cool. And I and I, I love the dynamic of the universe because not only that, like they, because it's Disney and everything, and they want to pull like it's on their third season. Their their third season is actually kickstarted, so you're actually in the middle of the the second season, which is nice. But they actually pull a lot of their universe, uh, and eventually, like uh, Gizmo Duck comes in, uh, Gear Loose comes in, nice. Launchpad is there. So guess what's gonna gonna be in. Darkwing. Darkwing Duck. Well, I have to be. <laughs> I love that episode. I, I, I like it. Before you go, I don't want. Don't, let's not get that because Darkwing Duck is actually on my list. So I'm all not, right, it's not. I'm not. I'm not. It's not yet. It's not that. It's not. It's not like this. It's not ready to be named yet on my list. Okay. I'm not really doing it in in terms of a particular order, but that's why. In terms of maybe excitement, I want to say. Uh, yeah. But also the voice of Batman you talk thinking about. I think it was um, what's his name, um, Jason O'Mara. Yes. 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 He he's the one that actually does the entire Justice League. What we what we panel the Justice the the Justice League War arc. So basically, ever since uh, Flashpoint onward. So basically, Justice League War, Justice League Atlantis, and all of those that particular like art style like that particular universe like he was one of the batman and he's he, he's been in tv for a long while and like 
um this just brings me back like now like they they're high hiring celebrities to voice them like it doesn't i'm not knocking down on like famous voice actor like kevin conroy like we only know him as batman or peter collin as being the voice of optimus prime for example and everything but i mean like now they're getting pretty much serious and, and i think also the 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 actors and actresses really like the fact that they're they're portraying like an iconic uh hero or a villain and, and and so forth which is very interesting so next up is what is one of your on top 10 gargoyles like gargoyles yes. is like yes. my i have to say my all-time like if i, I don't want to rank the others but i had to say for me like just growing up um like and you know rewatching it as well right um as you get older you start you know as a kid you're watching gargoyles you're excited about it you know the action is on point everything is super cool and then when you rewatch it man it was so complex like in terms of relationships and you know what i mean like and just the layers upon layers upon layers of 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 like um you know in terms of betrayal this that brotherhood understanding one another you know, like it was so deep. It was way deeper than than you know I I I even imagined. You know, while yeah. watching it as a kid and then rewatching it again, it just gets that same feeling. That's that one. Like you don't want to see them like do a, a remake, but you want to at the same time. Especially with how good they're doing a job with uh, Ducktales. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against them remaking it now. But at first, I was never I never wanted to see it touched. But now uh, it's yeah. it's very it's a very valid point and uh, and like I think uh, they um, since it was part of the Disney Plus platform, uh, I think there was a debate on which edition that the gargoyle is gonna be played on because one of the scenes is about um, when the human officer shot Brooklyn or is it Brooklyn that shot her? Yeah, it was it's, Brooklyn it's, that shot her. Yeah. So there was, you know, like police violence and, and everything and detective violence and everything. And when you're, when you're a kid, you always associated yourself like, okay, bad guys and cops. And after that, all that entire dynamic. But with Gargoyles, there's time travel. There's the waiting game. There's like all the mythos of magic and technology and and myth and and everything that combines and everything and it really yeah definitely like like, honestly speaking like it introduced just like every layer of like obviously we're thinking in the gargoyle setting but we're just talking about in terms of human complexity human emotion shit that we all go through you know with regards to relationships this that like it was all introduced in gargoyles like, yeah, like family and family, like betrayal, the, the like entire, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. how Goliath and um, um, she's the relationship between Goliath and um, um, Demona, you yes. know what I mean? Like, how how complex it was, you know, like it was just it's dude, it was just amazing. And like, even the animation style, like for back then, it was just it, it to me, it was like top notch, you know um just overall it was it's definitely something that uh and and had like to me one of the best voice actors and and actors out there which is keith david you know who does goliath and he's recognizable in you know so many other roles as well when we're when we're talking about the um like voice acting 
So you know. Oh, that that's what got you like uh, I. I was pointing. I was about to point out that Jason uh, Jonathan Frank, aka uh, Number One from Star Trek, voiced one of the bad guys. Um, um, John, the one from John the Tower. Briggs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, jeez, nah, me is Keith David, dude. Like Keith David. <laughs> like, yeah, I, even though I am a Star Trek, I'm a Star Trek. You know, I'm a Trekkie, huge Star Trek fan, and everything. Um, but. Like for me, it's it's no 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 for sure. Like Keith worse. David, the, the worst part is the fact that people don't recognize Keith David. But the thing is, if you watch, if you uh, uh, was it Fridays? He was he part? No, Barbershop. He was part of Barbershop. He was uh, like he he's an icon in in films and and everything. Like easily, easily, easily. Um, but. You know, like those, those exactly what you mentioned. Like the the fact that in your mind you don't associate them per se. Don't as... forget, don't, for, don't forget one important role. He was also Spawn in the animated series. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the legit the the McFarlane legit HBO edition of Spawn, um, which is like one of the I I, I would say that like I'm only sure the true did. yeah. The yeah. under, like to like the problem that I have with cartoons that we're enumerating about these voice actors is the fact that we don't believe sometimes like it's them and it's unfortunate and the fact that you know the credits like the minute like a cartoon show finishes like like the episode finishes like you just press stop or you know you're gone you don't wait for the credits to to roll and everything but they should be honored at the fact that a lot of them uh do come from it and and everything damn right. So definitely. So you're on Gargoyle. because Okay, so I'll go next. I'll go with um, the Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, there's the Spectacular Spider-Man. I was debating between the Spectacular Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man. So the Amazing Spider-Man is the one that it is the one with the metal uh, theme song. Yeah, he's okay. So that, that to me is... I gotta get home. I gotta watch the cartoon. Spider-Man's on, and it, it combine all the major arcs that I believe in. You know, Venom, Carnage. Uh, you know, team ups. Also, the Secret Wars. The Wars he's chasing yep. after Mary Jane, uh, and and that entire thing. Obviously, you know, it, it the cartoon wise doesn't live it up to today's standard. Obviously, but the thing is, the fact that you know you're getting something animated from comic books that, that, that that's where it blew my mind and everything and after that they did a revamp of the entire they, they rebooted and stuff like that. and after that that's what uh spectacular spider-man came came in the art style was a bit different but the thing is it went back to peter parker being a, a, in high school and like uh uh, he has a mentor and after the big baddies are the green goblin and, and, and it, they follow more suit on the ultimate series and, and and everything but that rat because of the spectacular spider-man it laid out a marvel animated foundation of universe and so forth so that's another part that i really like it so basically they introduced nick fury and and, and the whole shebang and the avengers and after that from that point on they start crisscrossing and and, and everything but unfortunately, the voice actor from the Spectacular Spider-Man didn't make it through and everything. But in terms of the story arc, there was a lot of team-ups and everything. And that's actually something that I was really appreciative of. True, true. What's your one? Well, keeping next? in line with that, 
it had to be X Men animated series, the nineties X Men animated series. Like so, that one for me was remember when we talked on the on the few podcasts ago um, about where my um, I guess my 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 appreciation for Gambit as oh, being yes. one of my favorite X Men it came from that series. Yes, yes. So that series is what introduced me, to, what led me to comics. So I have to I have to honor that series because it's what led to my you know um, to my discovery, my love of comics, uh, my love of everything X Men. Um, so with 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 that being said, uh, that one was like it, it was another one where it was another series where yeah it was animated. Yes, you would think it's for kids, but it was so I it it had so much meat to it, and it, you know definitely as adults you could rewatch it. And you're seeing things in a different light, you know. Talking about the the love triangle between Jean Grey, uh, Wolverine, and 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 Cyclops, you know, they weren't afraid to kind of show it there. You know what I mean? They showed a lot um, of stuff, like death, they showed like, a lot of violence, stuff. and like factions. Yeah, the first episode was with Morph, Morph dying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, and and you know, them bringing in Jubilee, you know, like it was. It was it was a pretty heavy heavy cartoon, man, and that's something definitely I would like I would love for my kids to see. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, future kids for them to see as well because you know it just it touches on so many different themes. You know, as we already know, like the X Men is the the theme is the theme overall arching theme is you know being in a world that hates and fears you. You know, um, so you know trying to teach tolerance, all these things. So I think that definitely for me, and you know. Not to be like okay, because I'm I'm I I am obviously I'm a I'm a black male, so it it stood out to me a bit more. Um, it meant it meant it meant something to me in that sense. It spoke to me, you know, like just knowing, you know, sometimes in some situations being like an outcast or whatever, and and just you know overall just learning to to cope and and deal and and all overall become like you know become like uh, accepting of yourself. You know, so that's that to me, like X-Men is another one that like really meant. Like, I, uh, I also agree on all of those points, but I also like the fact that it's another one where it tried to stay as faithful also to the comic books. And back yeah. then, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm taking both the Spider-Man and uh, even even though the Spider-Man and the X-Men cartoon back then were had their limitation on the fact that they were limited to the roster they limited to what they need to close off as arcs and in the story but to me like there were still the major arcs that we grew up and know about the x-men itself so basically you've touched on the triangle between wolverine Jean gray and cyclops forever and ever whatever you see as a revamp that's gonna be the triangle and after that uh you, you have the major story arcs of the Evil, quote unquote evil professor xavier you got the brotherhoods of evil mutants by magneto you got asteroid m you got colossus you got jubilee then after that you got the shiar empire then after that you got the phoenix saga you got the dark phoenix saga and they, 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 they packed like major arcs that still holds today like when we were talking when yeah. we talk about fox's x-men and 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 everything and they try to integrate a certain saga and, and everything well guess what their material that was based on yes it was based on the comic books but something got animated before that and that was the x-men uh cartoon and everything and, uh, and on top of that you had certain 
you were able to at least associate with very powerful type of beings. So basically, it wasn't just, you know, fine, we're two guys talking about, you know, comic books and everything. But, you know, the characters development over there, like you had strong characters in Jean Grey. You had strong strong characters in uh, Storm, for example, and, and everything. So basically, you got a lot of very predominant like female characters too like that had special powers a rogue also like special powers very dominant types of powers like they can they like only those three they were they were able strength wise smart wise and power level wise were really like on enough like next level and like like we talked last time omega level mutants like Storm is an Omega level mutant. Jean Grey is an Omega mutant. Like they're not pushovers and everything. So I so uh you picked X Men. So I'll go into the same era. So I'll picking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I I'll I'll pick both the eighties turtles and the revamp one. Uh, the uh not which revamp one? There are like definitely not the last one. The last one, yeah, the last is a bit is a bit wacko like, in my in my opinion. Went like now, one. I think they were trying to go. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I really didn't like that one. I would do a 50-50 split between, um, the the last time they did a two D, and I'm very accepting on the the three D one that they did like uh, yeah, I remember a few that years one. ago where. One of one of the voice, I think it was Leonardo, was actually uh, Samwise Ganji, the the actor that plays Samwise Ganji in in Lord of the Rings. I think Freddie Prince Jr. was one of the actors too. Yeah, that, I mean that 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 sounds about uh, right. That took over uh, Leonardo's. Uh... Did you know Freddie Prince Jr. was a writer for them? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he he actually yeah. has like so basically I watch Up Up Down Down by Xavier Wood, and he's actually a dungeon master right now. And as one of their oh, one of their episode uh, called um, Roll Out. So there, so uh, four of the four or six of the WWE superstars, so Xavier Wood, Alexa Bliss. Ember Moon and one of the NXT star plus uh, uh, Breeze. Uh, he he. They all played the D and D, and for the last two seasons, it was this guy that they picked up, who's a very good dungeon master and everything. Very good, you know. But apparently, for season three, which just premiered like two weeks ago, it's Freddie Prince Jr. That's yep. that got called back to be a dungeon master. So that. So Pretty as a writer, cool. eh, that's not bad. Like, but uh, he got into voice acting too, and 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 like he like he played. Uh, I I think he picked up the slack after after third season or something because they had a switch on the voice and everything. But once again, uh, so the T Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the eighties that to me set the stones, the tone of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So Splinter. And everything after the movie came out, the movie was badass and everything. Number one, number two, uh, Secret of the Ooze and everything. So got into it. I didn't mind that the fact that in the cartoon, Master Yoshi was actually a human, got in contact with a rat, and that's why it's Splinter. Whereas like both the comics and the movie and the new the new editions, uh, 
it's actually a rat that transmuted itself into a human format and everything. And to me, he's badass too and and everything. I, I don't yes. mind. But, but the thing is, I like the fact that the 80s version, A, had tons of characters and it was just zany. Like you didn't care much what was happening. Fine, the Technodrome, Krang and 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 the whole shebang and everything. I really don't mind all that zany stuff. Me too. Um, but then after that, once again, the revamp editions, so basically the 2D and the 3D, they had a long game involved on the... So Krang and Shredder are now a specific race, so called the Udons and, 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 uh, and, and everything. And like now it's like aliens and that's where the ooze came from and the mutagens and, and the whole nine yards. I don't mind it. I like... I like the the premises of splinters. Yeah, well, they're adding the sci-fi element yeah, yeah. to it. And I like, and, and to me, it's still about the ninjas, the brotherhood, uh, Splinter being the badass masters, and you got to pick your turtles. So, to me, it was Donnie. Who did you pick? Me too. I was about to say, hands down, Donatello. Like from day one until like whenever, no matter what iteration. Donatello. Donatello. Close, I think, will be like I'm sort of a. I'm kind of torn between Raphael and Leonardo. It kind of switches from time to time. I would say Leonardo because I'm a Cyclops guy. Okay, you like the so leader? I like the okay. leader, the leader straight edge dude, but also, you know, Raphael because, like, I had that other part of me, which is, you know, the rebel, which is like a Wolverine type, you know what I mean? So, Wait. you know. Oh, man, no, always, no love for Mikey? No love wanted. for Mikey? <laughs> yeah, no, Mikey's not my, he's not, he's not my speed, man. He's not, he's not my speed. But definitely number one, Donnie, like no, all the way. No more like way. Orange. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so so to me, that's my my utter pick. Uh, simply because I like I like the fact that first off, okay, so we the X Men had a huge group, had a very large roster and, and everything. So uh, so you had a hard time to identify with all the X Men. But Ninja Turtles was like everything that was coming out of it. Like the video game, the arcade game. Like I really love playing that. Turtles in Times, love it. Oh, yeah. Turtles in Time. Um, the the action figures that were coming out of it, they weren't the best, but you you really wanted to buy them and like. Oh, sure, I used to like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, uh, and it's a group thing too. Like, uh, like you gotta cr- collect. Oh, even like Bebop and Rocksteady, oh, yeah. like the action figures. They were like they were really cool, cool articulate, uh, very highly detailed for for figures back then and everything. Um, you know, and on top of that, a lot all the figures come with extra accessories too. Like it's just not the blasters and yep. everything. But after that, you you need to collect a few of the sets also. So or you get the the turtle van or the Technodrome or the piece set with the sewer. And after that, you have to get the ooze and. That after you get you create your own universe behind that and everything, um, Kate, even the human players were interesting too. Casey Jones, April O'Neil. Now, obviously, Casey Jones obviously April O'Neil was just like the only damsel in distress, and that was like the pigeonhole part and everything. But uh, besides that, you know, Casey Jones with the hockey mask and the the different type of weapons that you can carry, but. The, the the hockey stick, the the baseball bat, and everything. After that, you got the other mutants. But after that, you got other characters like for the good guys. So basically, you, uh, the the rabbit, Usagi Yojimbo. Uh, you know, like you, it created their own universe. And like on top of that, turtles with pizza. 
the only thing that I wasn't game with was the anchovies, but beyond that, like I love pizza. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. All right, you're next. What's the next one? Well, this one's going a little bit more left field. This is because since I'm more sticking towards, like I'm pretty sure we might do another one, which would be less geared towards, like you know what we're talking about, what we want our kids to watch. Um, so this one sticking in line would be Recess. I don't know if you remember that uh, that cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's uh. It's a few years ago. It's on Nickelodeon, right? Uh, no, oh, it was it was Disney? Disney. Shit. It was Disney. It was like, okay. Yeah, more than a few years ago. This is this is going okay. way back. This is really far back. Um, it's just you know, essentially, it was just a bunch of kids, different different races. You know what I mean? Uh, different backgrounds. Uh, you know, different um, different class. You know, class is class. Uh, I guess classification in terms of you know, rich, poor, different. You know. Um, military free spirit you know what i mean hippie sports jock you know um the nerd you know what i mean like so a bunch of misfits you know who all had like these insane crazy adventures during uh recess time right um that was like it essentially it was like a huge social experiment you know in terms of like how you can group all these people together and what do you what do you get when you actually have such a huge melting pot uh within society and like, you know, as a kid, you don't see it like that. You're just seeing about everything that you go through in school with regards to like, you know, you know, having your first crush, um, you know, whether it's like you being bullied, you're a bully, this, that, like from all from this pretty cool perspective. Um, and that to me is like definitely something I would want, you know, like kids to actually sit down, watch so they could, you know, kind of learn about like, you know, you kind of see like social hierarchy and all these different things. So it was a pretty, pretty, pretty exciting and pretty cool like show for me. I know it's a little bit of out of the left field, but it was one that I definitely, definitely. I'm pretty definitely sure like anybody that's in the childhood uh, moment, up. like they could, like so basically we've been talking about cartoons that is typically atypical on Saturdays or, or or like yeah. sometimes they would appear exclusively on a Friday afternoon or something like that, which is, you know, like I, I figure as much and that, but recess was more of so, something similar, like where like Rocco's modern life or like, you know, Oh, that one was, I was about to say Rocco was one of them too, but Rocco was a little dark. That's like, dark hey, I grew up with YTV. Right so basically whatever that I was playing. <laughs> Man, reboot. Uh, you know, reboot. Like, I don't know if we want to add that to the list, but I think a reboot de oh, yeah. deserves a special That's mention. That's for sure. Okay, so you got recess. I don't know. It's, like, respectable for, like, you know, self-learning and, 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 like, it was very unique. And I'm pretty sure yeah. you're not the only one that would put re recess on the pedestal. Like, that's the reason why I was thinking it was a few years ago, but it's actually a few much more longer than that. But I think... Uh... Yeah, a little bit longer But that. I think they're, yeah. like, I think somewhere somehow like before the disney plus and everything i think uh recess is also part of the reruns on syndication and everything so it could be that too all right hmm, so probably, i'll go yeah. next with avatar the last airbender uh oh, yeah, i'm pairing avatar the last last airbender universe without counting Shyamalan's movie that does not count at all uh, and I'm on top of that, we're we're mention. we're we're talking about cartoons. So the good cartoon is Avatar: The Last Airbender, with uh, the Legend of Korra. So both of them to me as one universe. I'm good to start from Avatar and end at Korra, and so many characters, so many so much love in the dynamics of different nations, war, 
self-learning, facing your fears, uh, dissensions in the family. So the fire empire and everything, the fire lord, like dysfunctional family members too, like sibling-wise, romance, identity, uh, poor Appa when he got like captured and stuff like that. And after that, moving on to the fact that Legend of Korra was a jump forward, like now Aang got married and everything, has kids, whole bunch of kids, and, you know, uh, has his own son. And after the cycle of the Avatar, go back and forth and everything with the different elements. And now, like, you know, uh, it it makes you feel good to be associated with different powers and everything. And, and it shows you a lot of, like, the yeah. nuances. Like, you don't need to be, quote-unquote, a jock or a very specialist to be trained in a specific, like, in that particular universe, in oh. air, water, or fire, or earth, right? But then you can see it through, like, Toth, a blind expert in earth type of bending, and eventually made her own metal bending type of uh, bender. And after you have Katara, who was a water tribe, who became a master, and developed, like, blood bending and stuff like that, which is a very dark arc. After that, you also have... Uh, a new dyna- dynamic with uh, fire, where it used to be fire being destructive. Now that eventually Aang and Prince Zuko, who at- was actually in the first half of the season of Avatar, was the actual uh, antagonist, and that turned everything around. When like you know now the real Fire Nation is the real bad guys, and then after that we have uh, his yep. sister as one like the totally wacko side of the family when he's trying to discover himself. And not not only that, like, you know, uh, Uncle Iroh, very pacifist and so that. The out of nowhere in the third arc, like he was in prison. Like I wish I'm taking his example to be in, as part of quarantine, which is like, you know, eat less and after I train like a madman and get an eight pack or something. Yeah. I'm not, that's not, that's not happening. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm, eating. I'm eating too. I'm eating all right. <laughs> but, but I'm not getting that eight pack. <laughs> I should take uh, Uncle Iroh's example and everything. But after that, you know, society moved forward with technology and, you know, Korra trying to identify herself and, and being the new avatar and, you know, learning about self identity and, and everything. Like, in terms of grand scheme of things, both sides of the cartoons. Like both universe, in my opinion, it was very elaborate, very colorful, and it still resounds as a very top ten, top tier uh, animation by a lot of people. In the like, if you if you talk to anybody in the last, I would say ten years, so basically they probably has been exposed to it and everything. Uh, they would gladly name Avatar as being top twenty at least. Uh, in terms of dynamics on which faction you would choose. And there's a lot of talk of like easily, like the minute you get into the, the faction talk is like, which power would you get aimed for and which nation would you like and everything. Like you're not allowed to pick the Avatar nation. You have to pick air, water. You have to take air, <laughs> water, fire, and earth. You, you got to pick one and you got to say it. So Jason, wh- which one you're picking? Yeah. Don't uh, do it. I'm not uh, doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm Damn doing, it! I'm not doing it. Uh, I okay. I'm gonna go with you. I'll pick Earth, because when so so when Ooh. they introduced uh, King Boomy, that was cool. 
It's like it's like you see this old geezer and after that, like the trials and, and everything and after that, you gotta fight me and you see the guy, like he's all buffed up and shit. And like they're they're able to do like earth armor and like move around and do walls and everything. And I was like, that's super cool. And after that, you meet Toph and Toph like you can you can fling earth to you and you know like fucking stone hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you know like that was cool and everything that uh, not only that like the derivative of earth is metal refined metal and everything and i'm like okay now you get into swords you know, and, and all those stuff and i was like oh that's cool too so that if that's the evolution of earth that's the shit <laughs> all right makes next sense. one on you this makes sense uh, okay, so b- before I got I get to um to 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 my next one, um a cool spiritual successor I would say that I'm actually enjoying to Avatar would be the Dragon Prince. Um, I don't know if have I you have it. it. I have it stored. I'm no. getting very lazy on on stuff that's oh, Netflix, yeah. right? So basically, there's a. F- because everybody's yeah, very surprised at the fact that I watch so much TVs and I don't have Netflix because only because I don't want to get into the to the habit of having it on and after having it nag at me I'm, are you are you still watching it and, and all that bullshit um, I do recognize it it's it's getting very popular it's getting very it really feels like Avatar 2 and I also wanted to it's it's yeah. it's, it's a so, spiritual successor, you know. Like it, it gives me that that whole, you know, that whole avatar nation, you know, the whole avatar vibe from the animation style to the nations, exactly. Uh, just to the com- complex relationships, yeah. and um, you know, it's it's really it's really well done. It's only getting opinion. better, and it's I'm only very getting happy better that it's on their f- it's going to go on their fourth season, right? Yeah. So I'm very happy about yeah, that. Exactly. Um, yeah, so you know, funny. like it's you know when you invest on a cartoon or you invest in a TV show, it's very heartening that you get into it in the first season and they and they cancel it. I'm looking at all it. the people at Fox for Firefly, in my opinion. Um, but but I'm very happy that it got <laughs> yeah. picked up because I actually have a friend that voices one of the the characters in uh, in in uh, yeah. in in the Dragon Prince. Oh, pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah, find give out me which characters, two let seconds. Me know. Like, uh, so basically, okay. keep on ta- keep on talking about the Dragon but, Prince. So and- you you watch all three seasons, right? Yeah, I finished. Like I legit finish oh, every wow. time the season's out. I'm I'm okay. finishing the day. I'm legit finishing. Yeah, that's how that's. First of all, it's they're they're not long seasons. I think the first season was like ten episodes. Second season might have been like eight. Uh, third season they upped it up a little bit um but like there's such easy it's it's so easy flowing right and you just want to know what happens next like oh, yeah. that's, and that's actually know, the fault of netflix uh, of having everything up, up like that well I'm, I'm not that person honestly in general like even like there's a lot of netflix series okay. that i just don't binge i watch one episode two episodes and then i'm good i wait like a whole week week and a half two weeks sometimes before i get back on it but like when it's something that really captures my interest, like that, like the Dragon Prince, like uh, and and the thirty minutes, right? So it's not like I'm sitting there for an hour, you know, 
like you know what I mean? An hour and watching like eight, nine episodes yeah, yeah. in a row of an hour show, my whole day has gone by. Okay. Thirty minutes. So, so it's an easy. It's an easy. So watch, the so know? the character is Corvus. Um, so cool, man. Corvus, Corvus, Corvus. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's uh, he's one of Amaya's scouts. Oh, okay, that's why. Okay, oh right, yeah, and Amaya's super cool. Like that's actually one of my, one of my right Corvus. Yes, I remember him now. Um, yeah, he's a pretty, pretty super cool character. Um, and Amaya too, actually. Uh, speaking of, and this is where okay. Amaya is like, um, she's 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 mute, right? Um, and like her, she's a mute. She's 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 lesbian. Um, but she's the she's probably the most the fiercest warrior, period, in all of the okay. the the. The, the 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 lands basically um not to be basically you know messed with um in any in any way whatsoever this is what makes this 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 um this 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 show so super cool is that like her character is super stoic you know the words don't mean they're not, they're not utilized because she can't she can't but her actions and her movements so her she, fighting she's the opposite so of Toph because Toph like, was it's, blind it's like a language of its she's own a lo- she was a loud mouth though so this one is the opposite. So it's like yes. she's mute. She can see everything. She'll kick your ass. The complete opposite. <laughs> she can. So, so since I, I don't know about the Dragon she's Prince, savage. and I've been she's hearing a, so much like, about it, what's a one-line summary in order for me to get hooked on it? Holy okay. ah man, I'm not a one line. Okay, so guy. we'll review like the okay, we'll review the Dragon um, Prince in our time. I'll I'll get what? I'll make I'll make sure You know what I want I all right, all right. I, I have to give it just I'm as only because well. uh, the voice actor of um so the voice actor of uh Corvus, uh, his name is Omari Noon. And Omari Noon actually used to uh, used to live in Montreal. Uh, his family is still in Montreal though. Uh and um before he hit it big, when I say before he hit it big, obviously anybody that wants to do legit, well, legit acting, uh, ten years ago, you would move to Vancouver, for example, or move to the states and everything. Yeah, I remember. Exactly, the CW where, you know, world CW is in Vancouver. I don't know how they do it, but the thing is, Vancouver and LA yeah. are next to each other, right? So basically, you can easily travel back and forth, and. So Omari yeah, exactly. had a TV show called uh, Blue Mountain State. Yeah, so it ran for three seasons. He was one of I the jocks, and that's where he got his "quote unquote" fame from. So Blue Mountain State, and his family is from here. He he has a, uh, so he's very vocal about the black community and society and stuff like that and theater. He's very passionate about like the, the entertainment industry everything uh, but it so happens like also he's good friends with uh, one of my other good friends and they all went to high school and everything and Omari branched out to you know entertainment and now like he landed a spot on the Dragon Prince but before then he also had another spot uh, he actually did a voice acting for Black Panther but I don't know which which version and which cartoon it is I have to see his IMDB but before that he also oh, okay. starred in a showcase TV show called Continuum. It ran for three seasons, and the head, oh, yeah, the, the lead actress was 
uh, Scarlet from GI Joe, uh, the movie. Uh, but but within that uh, that premises, she's actually yeah. the only non-Canadian actress, well, unless I make a mistake. But every other act actors and actresses that was on that show were actually legit, like Canadians. So it wasn't just Omari, but a whole bunch of other characters that was that was villain or uh, good guys or good girls, whatever it is, protagonists. Uh, were Canadian, yeah. This, despite the like, and, and there were big sci-fi people like uh, Alexa Doid. She was in Andromeda, for example. Uh, Hercules, the Adventure of Hercules, for example. You know, the, you know, like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, so basically, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I think I think the Vancouver or the Toronto hub that makes like Canadian sci-fi or like like. B budget like TV shows or like they all circulated and like you know it became a brotherhood or whatever it is. So yeah, I have to do uh Omari justice and I I, I need to pick up that slack because um yeah probably honestly props to him on that you know because I think it's I think it's just you know one of the next you know significant. I still need know, a cosplay out of it. I still need to see somebody out cosplay out of it so I can say like, okay, Dragon Prince, right there. You know what? You're right. You're right. Like that should that should happen, man. That definitely should happen. I, you know because yeah, I think it's that was not your speed, pick. So we'll see. But that wasn't my that. I don't know if it's fair. Okay. No. I, I just so what's your to pick? Talk about it in terms of a spiritual successor to, um, my pick. At my next pick, um, it's gonna be a toss-up between uh, Thundercats and Samurai Jack. I'm trying to see which one because we don't have many left to choose from. I'm gonna go old one with or the new one. Thundercats. Okay. Uh... Old one, man. Lionel, baby. You know, like um, I think overall it was it was at at the time first time I always thought like it was pretty super cool. Um, you know, TV show like with the action and everything like that. It was obviously it didn't have the depth, in my opinion, as it did as all the other ones we we talked about. But just for just pure entertainment value, um, you know, it was that's what it was at for me as a kid. Um, although, like, to be completely fair, Lionel's <laughs> power, the sword grew, the sword, like the sword freaking grew. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else ha- yeah, everybody else it, had really. special skills um, like stealth like, or whatever it is Lionel held the almighty sword speed yeah like, and and oh man. okay then I it's my so next pick true. to me was He-Man yeah, yeah 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 fine like He-Man is very muscular and all that but even the yeah He-Man and the Master of the Universe but He-Man the thing is and the masses of the, the universe, fallback, like, like so far cool. to me, it's all the supporting characters that matters the most. You know, like there's He Man, obviously, but after that you got Thundercat. Uh, no, you got um, the Battle Cat. After that you got all the rosters from the bad guys. So Skeletor, um, Man Beast, or Beast Man, sorry, uh, Triclops, and all those type of characters. After that, the good guys has Man at Arms, um, the Sorceress, Orko. Um, Mechanic and all those, and after that, you know, you again, the toys got me once again. The toys, like, you know, he's trying to collect it. Yeah, fine, there's He Man, but after that, like, 
I'm fine. You, yeah. know, you, you learn the lines uh, by the power of Grayskull and everything. But after that, even the spinoff with Shira and everything. No, that's that's another cool part with He-Man is the fact that now they also introduce Shira, which is was what was aimed for the girls and everything. But I had to pay attention with Shira because it's the same damn universe, more or less, with Eternia and everything. And after that, apparently, when they that and that was like back then when you know crossover was a foreign thing and now there's actually a crossover with Hordak and Skeletor and there's a from a different universe and uh Shira herself on the human side was actually the long last sister I'm like okay that's just mind blowing now it's like and we're talking about yeah. 80s cartoon and everything and like you know that was like very like that was f- long long time ago like what's going on here very heavy very heavy stuff but you know talking about a character with a sword with powers and everything that's a sword with power (laughs) (laughs) and and what what else they had they had like um for the thundercats they had the the vehicle the, the 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 car the battle car yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. I, I'm kind of thinking about because I remember I used to have a Battle Cat figurine. That's all I'm thinking back to right now. As you were talking about, like you know, the action figures and stuff like that. You know, uh, well, the Battle Cat action figure. Man, I love that thing, bro. Like that was that was super awesome. Like as a kid, but yeah, no, He Man was like one of the 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 um, the animated show oh, yeah. that really profited off of you know the merchandise. You know, even more. Than uh, than than others, I think that's what they were. Generally, from what I what I remember, is that's what He Man was created for. It was really just you know they were looking at ways to sell toys and and merchandising and everything like that. And yeah, and like even in the last took, ten years, even though the, the cartoon own, doesn't exist you know? anymore, uh, Mattel made a uh, made a huge collection of He Man figures that sells for about fifty. 35 to 50 bucks and but the thing is if you grab the first edition of it it sells for like 100 and 200 dollars and i mean like it's the full rosters type so basically um skeletor is there the pre-skeletor uh he-man man Man at arms uh beast man uh triclos uh the b guy um well even though I was just thinking that even though they don't have any the, any current oh, yeah? animated, uh, I know they're planning on making one for Netflix. I'm I think Kevin I'm hearing that they're trying to that, still make mistaken. the movie out of it. I could be. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll... Um. Yeah, I think that too. But he's still oh. they're still alive and well in DC Comics. You see and He Man. Uh, yeah, I know. That's messed up. Justice That's League messed up. And, and He Man. Like I mean, like I know the artist, uh, Fr- uh yeah. Freddie. Shit. Freddie the Third, I'm, I'm gonna call him Freddie. Freddie the Third. He, he his Instagram is Freddie Art. Um, he he has a very particular style of like smooth and bulky. But I recognize him uh, when he first did the Batman versus Ninja Turtles. He's the one that actually did the Batman Turtles crossover. Right. And after that, huh? That was a pretty cool crossover. Then after that, slowly but surely, everybody like soaked that up. And after that, he did the Master of the Universe with the Justice League one. 
And after that, I think he did also the Injustice one too. And after that, he also did a crossover between He-Man and Thundercats. And I think he re- did a third one for Batman and, and Turtles also. So I'm like, like, those crossovers are still alive and everything. Uh, and I think uh, two five years ago, IDW, it's or IDW or Dark Horse, they picked up uh, He-Man as a comic book too. Like they, they decided to do their own thing and everything. And uh, that was re- really respectable also. But even 10 years ago, when uh, 10, maybe 10, 15, uh, I forgot. Um, so the He-Man that we're, He-Man and the Master of the Universe we're referring to was back in the 80s, but they did one in the 2000s, roughly, where it was, you know, modernized cartoon. They didn't reve- they didn't reuse a lot of the, the animation when they want to do uh, certain fight scenes and everything. And they actually really elongated the, uh, the storyline and everything. Obviously, Prince Adam, you know, like had to hide away and everything. But what's funky is the fact that the voice actor that did the Beast Wars, um, Beast Wars, uh, Optimus Prime, um, I think his name was uh, Kevin Richardson. Yeah, uh, he did the voice of Man of Arms. So that's where I connected those two. And after that, I started watching it. And after that, they just took it and ran with the roster. And on top of that, they did a special ap- episode where. They did the origin story of Castle Grayskull, the sorceress, and Skeletor used to be a human. Yeah. So I really love the fact that they took the ball and ran oh, yeah. with the storyline and everything. Um, and and I like, again, the, the toys back then made, made sense and the revamp edition made sense. And it was a long game of being invested into a cartoon uh, and the universe that comes with it and everything. Um, so that's my follow-up pick to your Thundercats. What's next? Nice one. Good pick. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Um, I think it's just, I think, I think it's just case closed. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. It's like, what epitome of cool that's uh, it case closed I, I right. wish I, I can got... still remember the taglines by, by heart because he keeps on changing oh man oh, oh, he has so oh, many I am the, um... he has so many oh shoot I'm trying to remember I'm afraid I bumped in the night. Yeah, man. Yeah, forget it. I can't remember it offhand, but Duckwing Duck, man, hands down. Super, super duper cool. You know what I mean? So Okay, yeah, first thing first, for me. the best you? part of the Darkwing Duck is basically, it is the Disney version of Batman. And we both love Batman. So I can't, that, that just speaks by itself. And I'm, I just need to turn around for my office because I collect the Funkos. And I have Darkwing Duck, uh, Negatron, Negaduck, and Gizmo Duck and Mega Vault, uh, as part. And I still remember playing the video game. So basically, the video game nice. felt half between Mega Man and um, Ducktales or Batman, also because you were Darkwing. You had special guns that you can pew pew on, and you did a stage select. 
So basically, you stage select to Megavolt as your boss, or you gonna, uh, or the Grass Guy, or the the Hydro Guy, and, and and so forth. And after that, they they themselves had their own Sinister Six Rogue Gallery and and everything. And after that, uh, as I explained, like the the Negaduck versus Darkwing Duck, that's the d- evil doppelganger of the place. But obviously, they also have. Launchpad and Gwendolyn and a whole bunch of uh, Gizmo Duck also as a supporting cast in in terms of of everything. Like you you just want to like let's get dangerous uh, <laughs> with Darkwing. That's for sure. That's a very good pick. Uh, unfortunately, like for 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 that time that t- particular time slot. So basically, it was Ducktales, Tailspin, Darkwing. And if we're lucky on Friday or Saturday, we get also the Mighty Ducks as a cartoon, uh, uh, because this was part of Disney, uh, oh, yeah. which was their take on Ninja Turtles, in my opinion. Um, I had to, I had to basically pick like Ducktales as the supreme ruler of that slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Transformers. So I'm going with all variant of Transformers there is. Good one. Uh, if I don't care if it was three D, I don't care if it came from the Japan world. I don't care if you. It doesn't matter. Like take any of the variant of Transformers. You're, right. you're gonna be invested in to Optimus Prime's Megatron, Soundwave, Bumblebee, and after that extra characters that goes along with it. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wars actually has a special place in my heart, man. Like you said, growing up on YTV, like that was like one of the the, the shows. And remember, and it came from the the, same uh, creator as Reboot, mainstream studios. Uh, So it was, so it was a beasties on our side, right? So it was beasties. Yeah. And Beast Wars Beast, in the U.S. The plus the, the figures Wars were out. And after that, the follow up to that was Beast Machines. When when they actually concluded on Earth, oh yeah, I remember. Beast then Beast they Machines. went to Cybertron, yeah. and Cybertron something happened there, and they had to be uh, techno organics and and everything. Uh, that was fun too. Uh, obviously, you know, the '80s Transformers do hold. The lore itself. So basically, if you if you obviously if you watch it now, it's totally bullshit uh, in terms of art styles and what we have. But the thing is, you get heavily invested with all the rosters there has, like Optimus Prime's Wheeljack, uh, the, com- the 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 Combaticons, the 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 Predacons, the Constructicons, the Insecticons, Soundwave, uh, Shockwave. Star Screams, uh, Megatron, Galvatron, Unicron. Like, no matter what, where, which universe you come from, let it be from the video game, let it be from the revamp, uh, Transformer Prime, uh, Transformer Cyber Universe, Transformer Robots in Disguise, whatever it is, uh, the, the origin story of each one of those type of characters keep on coming back because that's what everybody recognized from that era. Uh, you know, Ultra Magnus, Hot Rod, Rodimus Prime, and everything. But after that, I was very lucky. I always find it very cool that 
okay, no more cartoons. We had the Michael Bay stuff. Okay, fine. It's a very iffy on that and everything. It's to me, it's a very nice fan service at the end. We could have lose a few humans here and there because I didn't care much for it. Uh, but but beyond that, IDW decided to pick up the lore of Transformer. Told Hasbro, "Can we have the license?" Cool. They ran with it. They 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 created an awesome universe behind it. Wrote one shot. Uh, war stories and and like they then after that they developed different factions like the wreckers and and everything and they they brought a lot of lore behind it and they i and the fact that it was so cool to have like the whole aspect of the transformers like you got something mundane you transform it and go somewhere else and after that you're just thinking okay you got the normal ones after you have the combiners so aerobots the constructor cons and everything so you need to buy five to to get a mecha one then there's metroplex there's trypticon uh after that there's the triple changers and after there's the headmasters and everything and like even nowadays netflix coming out with a new cartoon with and i'm looking very forward to that particular cartoon too because i mean like now you got netflix budget it's driven by hasbro you got Carte Blanche on doing whatever it is, make it right, make it good. I mean, even the YouTube one, uh, Deuce, uh, Deuce Mechana, they did a very good uh, Transformer style 3D animation out of it, and like that was super cool too. Like even uh, in the recent years, like fine, we got a few mobile games out of the Transformer, but uh, five years ago or a bit, a bit more uh, backwards. Uh, Transformer, the video game, plus Transformer Wars on Cybertron was really, really well polished for a video game. Uh, they were awesome. Like, uh, and and you know, hitting a button, transforming, it wasn't clunky. You managed to hit the hit the road running on in, in vehicle mode. Press the button. You 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 hear the uh sound, and you now you're gunning and 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 everything. And after that, the follow up. Including the Decepticons too, and plus you get to fight battle with the against the Metroplex and everything. Is like that to me is awesome. Uh, so my my must must invest. Uh, well, unfortunately, that that's really geared to to guys uh, to boys. Uh, unfortunately, um, they they're starting to introduce RC and, yeah. and uh, Windblade and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so. So so far, there's no no My Little Ponies or Sailor Moon on our rosters. <laughs> I like Sailor Moon though. Um, I like okay. I'm gonna give a block a block of of of, of cartoons. I'm putting them all together because it's what I used to watch like around noon, like sometimes during weekdays. Sometimes I pretend to be sick to stay home to watch this stuff. So in that block of cartoons, you had uh, Ronin <laughs> Warriors, Sailor Moon, and Samurai Pizza Cats. So, so all, all, all three, like together, I'm gonna give all those three a special, a special nod um, because you know they were, it, you know, even though like Sailor Moon was geared towards girls, oh man, it was it, it, it had, had its point, it had its action. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I can appreciate it yeah. big time. So long run, such a long run. Ronin Warriors was the opposite. It was a really short run, but like short and sweet. And I, and you know, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty awesome, you know, um, like animated, uh, animated show. And that then, that know, to me well, was Samurai the animated version of Power Rangers. And just, you know. Samurai. Yeah, yeah. 
because they keep on getting that armor shit and they um, were just like Samurai Pizza Guy? like yeah yeah that's <laughs> no no I love sure, the armor sure. the pizza cat the pizza oh, cat was awesome. cool and everything uh, oh, they had God. their own yeah. special abilities depending on which pizza cat was uh, part of it and it slowly grew like same thing with the Ronin Warriors with the wow. you know they had to, to to me Ronin Warriors is the new is the old age of seven deadly sins which is you got you got your group of op armor right. like suited like band of powerful like being and everything and after that you got the great evil coming in you got to assemble the good guys and and stuff like that to me like that's power rangers like re- redux um which is totally fine like i mean like not, not bad that's true i mean like that that's what i, I recognize that as like that's a very powerful block uh, when when you Basically, sorry to announce, I'm going to put everything in a block. I was like, okay, Flintstones, Jetsons. I was like... <laughs> yeah, that's a good block. That's yeah, a good yeah, animation yeah. block to put together. You know, Anna Barbera, basically. You know, you can... You can I, think, I think at this point, we're, we're... I think at this point, we reach, we reach a part where, you know, we can't... We don't always have to, you know, speak to an individual, but we could talk about, like, an influence in terms of, like, you know, like, studios that, that actually... You know, maybe or that maybe could be a different podcast altogether. But like, just talking about different animation studios that you know that that did such a great job. But for me, definitely, I want to speak about those three in the blog because I remember always just running, making sure like I was home at lunchtime and sometimes so I could watch those three <laughs> that was like showing up back to back on YTV. You know what I mean? Uh, well, back to back to back. So, but yeah, I like I like the I like the 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 other block you mentioned. You know, like because. Flint the 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 Jetsons Flintstones mm-hmm. like those were other ones that used to play and, around the uh, same time. On top like of that, it was noon. the classic. Like, I remember uh, that Spider Man as well. So uh, old school, old school Spider Man where Peter Parker was actually working at the Bugle and everything. Uh, but yeah, the, like when I think of classic classic cartoons, it would be the Hanna Barbera series and everything. But I think anybody that actually listened to our podcast only like our our age era will actually recognize those uh, for the younger ones that are actually going to listen in is like, what's a Flintstone? What's a, what's a Jetson? Uh, and, and yeah, no. Uh, and, and all the Hanna-Barbera era, so it's all like Pen- Penelope Pit Stop, Caveman, um, uh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, we digress. Like, these are not top shit, top. Yeah. These are nostalgia, but I wouldn't. They're honorable mentions. Like it brings us yeah, they're, back they're memories and stuff. Like that. But the thing is, to me, it's just like goofy fun, right? It doesn't tell me. It, there's no. I wouldn't be invested yeah. that much of you know and everything. Obviously, they play. They played it fine. It's cartoon as cartoon for me. It's like I'm, I'm good for it. No. 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 That's it. It's not like the first one yeah, we yeah. mentioned. I w- you know, for me, I, I would not be able to pick up Flintstones. Like, I don't know how many times. It is, you know what I mean? Um, no. I mean, yeah, definitely. Time. Like you said, when we saw it, it was fun. Uh, so we got the last, we're good. That power block counts as one, right? For you? Okay. So that means that on my end, yeah, uh, I will be going with uh, Young Justice. Young Justice, okay, so I cheated a bit. Young I'm going to roll this to Young Justice, Justice League, and Batman Animated Series. Those are 
those are on my list. There. That's cool. Huh? Batman Beyond. No Batman Beyond. No oh. Batman Beyond. That's so harsh. No Batman Beyond. No. Oh. It was okay. Ooh, Batman Beyond was the shit. So if we did top twenty, it? Batman Beyond would be there. Only because the fact that yes, it was very new age. Okay. On the fact that the comic books had the Batman lore, the, the Superman lore, and stuff like that, and after everything got animated and and everything. But after the what if time jump with Batman Beyond, where we have an age Batman, Bruce Wayne. But now the city is cybernetic and all that. And after that, Batman has been retired. Uh, it, now it's Commissioner Barbara Gordon and everything. And like the Batman lore got lost and everything. So Terry McGinnis, which is a kid, a teenage kid in trouble, managed to find Bruce, uh, the Wayne Manor and suited up into the Batman suit. And now it's Bruce's Wayne's protege and everything. Um yeah. But dude, with the twist. Oh well, that's not. We're not gonna that, that's, spoil, that's, I guess. That, but like, just overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But know, I mean, like, okay. So that's the cool part. And, and after that, you introduce a, a lot of like, okay, what happened to the Joker? Right. Who's the new villains and uh and everything? And on top of that, it it the artwork came from the Batman anime series style, uh, and everything. Um, but. You know, coming from a cartoon area, like you picked out X Men, for example, so basically it was based off the comic books, and you pitched it in and everything. To me, Justice League and Batman the Anime Series, I'm a big Batman type of guy, so basically I love how Batman the Anime Series was the Batman solution to animation. So basically, you got the Joker, that's where Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker, got his voice acting chop and everything. And to me, like that's the number one Joker. Uh after that, all the rogue galleries, all the villains that Batman managed to pick up is in it. Penguin, Two-Face, Freeze, Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and all that. And because of it, you got Harley Quinn, which where the introduction came in. It wasn't part of the comic books until ne- until they introduced it in in the animated series and everything, uh, to me, it if you are a Batman like fan, you you get associated. Now I'm not knocking off what Batman Beyond yeah. did and everything. It's just the fact that you got Batman Beyond, which is new age, respectable, uh, respectable uh, version of a new age Batman and all the the lore that. I, carried with it and you had the classic Batman that created the lore and all that that you got drawn into what you know and everything so to me that that's the reason why the Batman and animated series won overall after continuing from that uh, I don't like Superman because he's too much of a boy scout that's why I jumped strictly to Justice League where Justice League is like now you got everybody in like for the two first two seasons it was like now it's Superman Batman Wonder Woman Flash Green Lantern uh, Hawkman was around. No, Hawk Girl. Uh, Martian Manhunter, all colliding, all fighting big bad villains, and now it's just like comic book to life. Uh, plus the season three with their uh war and their expanded roster of Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Now you got Green Arrow. You got all like now like DC Universe just like exploded. 
then after that, they rescaled it back with Young Justice. And now Young Justice, animation, super sharp. Um, now it's like the quote-unquote the B-team. Uh, Nightwing, Robin, uh, Kid Flash, and, and Superboy and all that. But after that, they have the long game with Vandal Savage and, and all that. And I'm happy like after X amount of years with a big push... DC decided to give a green lit to continuing this entire arc now with Netflix and DC Unlimited and everything. I was like, cool. And like that that's how profoundly perf- good Young Justice was. Uh to, to be able to get a second life, as you say. Uh and and where the actions Huh? The first life should have never been I ended. No. I was so disappointed the when they put that cliffhanger. It's like, what? To, you gonna do dirty like that? And it it took them that long to like wise up. Like this is good yeah. shit. And I'm still I'm still waiting for the continuation too. Uh, exactly. But at least we're getting more content on the Young Justice, and I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure like everybody can actually associate it with it too because it has it touches politics, it it touches growth, it touches responsibility, belonging, uh, a bit of the um identity crisis a lot of strong female characters too uh with powers uh responsibility uh and and growth um so so i have a lot of props for for young justice and like i had no problems when the when young justice got announced and i had to roll back and go watch all season one and season two of Young Justice in order for me to catch up, I had no problem rewatching all that and everything. And and obviously Batman is a badass in Young Justice. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, Bat Family. Bat Family. Bat Family. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, so, can't yeah, yeah. Can't so those I guys, named you know? three. So Whatever Batman you need goals, y'all. Three. Oh, okay. So that that power block is three. Oh, I think I did my three. So that um, means that you only have one left, right? Yeah, that power block was three. Um, I have one left, and the last one, I'm going to have to say. Look, I know we didn't okay. really touch. We didn't really touch much on anime, um, per se. Um, but Dragon Ball Z has to be. You know, I had to put it in there. Um, okay, let's say the Dragon Ball saga. So Dragon Ball, then Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Dragon so Ball you're Super. one of them that, that those, decide to kill off GT. Those three, uh, together. Alright. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Alright. <laughs> like, you know. Um, right. I, yeah, I did. I mean, I, I don't even know. Like, and it's not even no harm, no harm, no foul type situation, but... It just doesn't count. The fact <laughs> of the matter is... You know, uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. You know what I mean. So it, it, you know, I had, I had to do it. I had to do it. But yeah, definitely that that uh, that trinity: Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Super. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's just it's it's basically what got me into anime. You know, um, as well, right? Uh, and manga, uh, of course. Um, so like just just you know just seeing the the it's so cool what they did with seeing a, the young Goku in, in the in Dragon Ball you know what I mean like this this pudgy little guy you know abnormally strong going on these wacky zany adventures with Bulma and 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 Yamcha and stuff like that to see how they evolved into how it evolved into such a 
an, an elite, you know, um, an elite cartoon um, in Dragon Ball Z with, you know, where like in terms of like the fighting and always wanting to be better and always wanting to achieve like, you know, different levels of strength and just the introduction of characters like Vegeta was probably like, you know, my favorite character um, overall um, in, in the whole Dragon Ball series. Um, you know, just, just all of that, like just, and then going into Dragon Ball Super, once again, continuing into that tradition, um, it always holds like a special place for me. And I definitely, definitely, definitely would like, I would watch that countless hours, you know, make sure that my kids sit there and watch it. Oh man. Even the freaking filler episodes. You're going to Goku learning how to drive in Piccolo. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. And I'm not gonna also spend twenty eight twenty eight. <laughs> I'm not gonna spend twenty episodes to see like uh, flashback and and seeing Goku power up to be a Super Saiyan. That shit was like done in two pages in the manga. <laughs> oh no, no, my kids! Oh, I did it. My kids are gonna do it too. Damn it! No, no, no. They should watch Kai. And that's that's the abbreviated version. And that's good enough. <laughs> but after that, like. You you need to sh- show them uh, yeah, also um, the movies. Okay. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, the the movies definitely. I know we were talking about like you know cartoons. I'm thinking more like series, but definitely, absolutely, the movies are gonna be in there. Um, oh yeah, like at this point, they have to know where the well the original Brawly come you know? from, and yeah. and a few other ones like uh, Janemba. Exactly. Um, Bartok and and the entire like garlic and Bartok. all that like for sure like even even though the even if the movie was not canon the movie itself if you like the Dragon Ball lore you need to see all the actions and all the polish that came from it and everything that that that's definitely no brainer um for me for me my last well Dragon Ball is in my utter list of top anime um to me like for cartoons. Simpsons <laughs> only because <laughs> so okay so we're you want me okay let me remove the anime then because you know I know I threw it in there but it still held held a close place in my heart so I'll replace the fact oh, okay. that Future Rama was it out it's there. very fair uh, Future Rama um, yeah, very forward thinking of uh, Matt Groening and stuff like that I, I had a toss up between Simpsons or Family Guy now the problem is a Family Guy is the fact that it's freaking adult. I had a problem. I had a problem of putting Family Guy and Rick and Morty. Yeah. And oh, Rick and Morty. If you talk, if you told me Jay, just give me the top favorite <laughs> cartoons and forget. Oh about yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about like but, your kids and stuff. But like this that, particular list is basically you're gonna have to watch pass it down to your kids. Episode. And when we say kids, we, we say like under 10, like 10, exactly. 11, max, and some of that. So basically, we got to watch out for swear words and some of that. I know for a fact that gargoyles, because of how violent it was, it's fine yeah, yeah. to give it to your kids. I was a kid too. You know, I like I, ha- I, was a I had kid. to deal I was with like 10 Lion King and, and Mufasa dying and everything. Like, like, all fair game, all fair game. But I'm not giving my kids right. South Park and Rick and Morty and Family Guy. <laughs> yes. But oh, Simpsons, no, 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 no. to me, does count. So that's going to be another list. Simpsons is fair. And Simpsons I, is fair. I Simpsons put is it fair. on the list 
because the fact that I grew up with Simpsons on reruns and on the new ones and everything uh, when it was on Fox. Oh, yeah. I don't care for it much anymore. So I haven't watched The Simpsons in the past 10 years Same. easily. So even though they're at season 28 or something, uh, you know, longest TV series, primetime syndicated series. Uh, to me, the first 10 seasons were the best, where all the, the, the lore and the saying and the character development happened. So being a bumbling idiot from Homer, who shot Mr. Burns, the, the gay theme with Mr. Smithers, uh, uh, yes. Dr. Nick, never, uh, uh, Dr. Nick, basically, um, Mo Sizzlack and the Flaming Mo, uh, Barney, uh, after that, um, the Michael Jackson episode that was funny too. Even though they took it out because of sensitivity oh, yeah, and stuff that like that, but good. to me, I grew up with it. So basically, you got to talk about it. Um, the original story of how Marge, Marge and Homer proposed to each other, first dated. That, you know all those stuff. The treehouse, yeah, the treehouse of horrors, for example, those back then was very innovative. Awesome, Nowadays, it's just like uh, it's treehouse of horror again. They're gonna try to spoof something. It's like you're trying hard. It's like watching a scary movie. One, two, yep. fine. Three and four is getting, you know, weird. And they're just trying too hard and everything. So that's why, to me, in the first 10 years of The Simpsons, I can rewatch the first 10 years. I can't watch the new ones. And all the jokes, still funny. All the themes that there were. Because back then, they actually had a theme going on. Like Homer losing his job. Homer being successful. Homer meeting his long-lost brother, Herb. uh, And everything. Uh, the power plant, um, Lisa being was it soccer or football? Uh, when she tried to break the gender thing, I think it was football. Um, I think it was football. Oh no, hockey, hockey, hockey. Yeah, it was hockey. Yeah, they were they were playing hockey. One was a goaltender, the other was a scorer. That's that that that's what it was about. Um. So so all that and, and Maggie, uh, Maggie's first words and, and all the the stuff that 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 the lore behind it to me, what was what, the Simpsons grew out from. Nowadays is to me like they should have pulled the plug on the entire thing. We had a good run. I'm good with it. Uh, like to me, like whatever material that they're bringing out these days, like the theme and the storyline, it's not up to the good part of the, the 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 jokes that they develop and the catchphrases of the original Simpsons and everything. I even give I'll even give the Simpsons movie a good thumbs up because what it was, it didn't obviously obviously it didn't need to be a movie, uh, but like it. To my own childhood, all the jokes that's behind it and 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 everything still counts. Up at like season ten, season eleven, maybe, uh, and everything. So I I close it off at at that. Yeah. So 
that's our roundup okay. for what we're gonna give pass down to our next generation even though the animation is not that great but it depends on you know which edition that you're trying to pick up and everything like i mean young justice not that old if you take the 80s transformer yeah uh, 80s transformer a bit touchy you know he-man thundercats and everything that's gonna be also back 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 then also um uh but i mean yeah i mean like that that will be but oh well shit that's good i just remember something where are we gonna put looney tunes Huh. It's funny <laughs> that you said that because I was I was remembering like the Tasmanian Devil. Uh, I mean, show. where are you gonna put Looney Tunes? Where are you gonna like, put Tiny Tunes? Oh, that was fun. We're gonna, where are we gonna know? put Pinky and the Brain and the Animaniacs? Shh. Uh, the the Warner Brothers. The the the, 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 the you know. Uh, uh okay. Maybe we're gonna have to bring in yeah, Sin and after it, uh, yeah. blow this up to twenty. But if we do that, our podcast is going to be like 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes longer. And we're already past. Uh, we're at the uh, <laughs> hour and a half. I Where think we're we going to cut it down <laughs> for now. We're going to pick this up with a top Mark. 10 anime uh, for next time. And then you can put in your Dragon Ball over there. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Jason.